Welcome to the Open Places Podcast, where we fill the gaps in our lives with true character. Today, we are going to hear from Wanda on the character quality of boldness. Let's listen in. Proverbs 28 1 says, A wicked person flees when no one is chasing him, but righteous people are as bold as lions. This proverb suggests that there is a correlation between wickedness and arrest and righteousness and boldness. But who are these wicked people the Bible speaks of? Well, in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, wickedness is an adjective, and it means evil or morally wrong, extremely unpleasant, intended or capable of harming someone or something. It's not very often that we look at someone and refer to them as wicked. We tend to reserve that word for murderers who commit evil and inexplicable crimes against humanity. Hitler... Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, Tim Bundy, and others. But there are other types of wicked people described in the Bible. Someone who does things in secret, a troublemaker who talks perverse, those who reject God's decrees and hates his laws, those who don't understand the principle of justice because justice is whatever benefits them, someone who distorts right and wrong, someone who leads someone else down the wrong path, people who are proud of their carnal desires, and the people who are greedy and never contend with anything they achieve, their thirst for money, power, and possession cause them to love those things more than they love God, and they're not ashamed of it either. Look at what Psalms 10, 4 through 6 says. The wicked are too proud to seek God. They seem to think that God is dead, yet they succeed in everything they do. They do not see their punishment awaiting them. They sneer at their, all their enemies. They think nothing bad will ever happen to them. We will be free of trouble forever. And boy, isn't that the truth. Wicked people think they're untouchable. The Bible says a wicked person flees when no one is chasing him. You see, wicked people who look like they're only advancing never feel any peace. Inwardly, they live in a perpetual state of unrest, paranoia, and confusion. Even when outwardly, they look like they're strong and have it all together. Their guilty conscience bears their sinful ways, so the fear of being found out is always with them. Because they don't serve the Lord, they depend on themselves and others. And when they feel like they are losing control, desperation sets in. See, but this is not true of the righteous. The Word of God says that the righteous people are as bold as lions. Have you ever observed a lion? He walks very slowly and confidently. Why? Well, because he's fearless. He possesses raw power and strength. And if you dare ever happen to approach him, he will just sit there very calmly and observe you, and when he thinks you are too close and poses a threat, he will be the one to get up to let you know you have crossed the line and he's going to kill you. See, faith in Christ is how we become bold. Does it mean that wicked people are not bold? No, in fact, I would say that in most cases they are even more bold than Christians. Christians tend to shy away from their faith and going out and boldly proclaiming the word of God. But the wicked confidently practice their sin and boast about it as if, if it's something to be proud of. So why is it so hard for us to speak boldly for the sake of the gospel? Why are we so quick to draw back and be timid? Why don't we use the boldness that we have in the Holy Spirit? Why are the people of God fleeing as if someone is chasing them? You know, why do the wicked appear to be more bold than us? They stand their ground and we prefer to run and hide. Well, for one, I believe that the mindset of many Christians is that that we're not in a spiritual warfare. They don't believe that they're part of a spiritual battle for their souls. 
Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authority, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What Satan hates more than anything is the preaching of the gospel and the saving of souls. He absolutely hates it. He works to undermine the work that Christ does in us and through us because he doesn't want anyone turning to God. In these end times that we are living in, the battle between good and evil is only intensifying. And any Christian who is not clothed in righteousness and fueled with boldness in the Lord is going to be swept away by Satan's deception. The second reason we struggle with boldness is fear. You see, Satan's most effective weapon against the people of God is the fear of men and what they can do to us. We fear being rejected and mocked and what our culture refers to as canceled. We fear standing up for truth in a society because they're going to come after our businesses. We fear casting down arguments and opinions that are against the knowledge of God in our government and culture, so we just go along with the mob mentality. We fear what may happen to our future and our children's future, so we accept whatever demonic agenda is rolled out disguised as being good for all people. You see where I'm going here? The time is coming where Christians will have to boldly pick a side. We're going to either believe man or believe God. And if we're not bold, we're not going to make it. The people of God need to stop allowing themselves to be seduced by the culture of this world. When we allow fear to overwhelm us, run our lives, it strangles our faith in the Lord and paralyzes us. This is why so many would prefer to not be courageous, because they would rather for God to remove all the obstacles, all the opposition, clear the paths, so that life is just easy. No, my friends, this is not the life of a true Christian. Not one disciple in the Bible had an easy life. Not one strolled to life without opposition. See, we have to understand because Satan hates Jesus, he hates us. Jesus warned us, you will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Matthew 10, and Mark 13, 13. Everyone will hate you because of me. Luke 21, 17. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. John 15, 18. God is not always going to rescue us from hard times. But we should know this. When he doesn't, it's because he's going to walk with us through it. Are you listening? See, God knew we would encounter fear. But he has some very encouraging words for us. He says, do not fear. I am with you. Have I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Tell everyone who is discouraged. Be strong and don't be afraid. God is coming to your rescue. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I'm going to help you. Don't be afraid, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Fear of men will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you. So don't worry. Don't worry and be afraid of the threats. Jesus told them, don't be afraid, just believe. Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last.
You see, we don't have to live our life in fear. We don't have to be afraid of man or what they will do to us. God is who fights for us. You see, we are not to bow down to the antichrist systems of this world. We are called to be bold and confident, unshakable, firm in our foundation in Christ. God is sovereign. He is above everyone and everything. Through him, we have the power to live fearlessly and courageously, even when the opposition is fierce. See, holding on to fear and allowing it to govern us only pushes us away from God, and it paralyzes us from doing his work. We need boldness to preach the word of God and to stand up to the schemes of the devil. The early church suffered much persecution, and even when the apostles faced strong opposition and suffered and were mistreated at the hands of wicked men, look at what they said. He says, are you aware we have already endured suffering and shameful treatment in Philippi, but in the face of strong opposition, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel of God. 1 Thessalonians 2.2 2. These men made a decision, and that decision was boldness in the face of strong opposition. Boldness is found in salvation through Jesus Christ, in obedience to his word, and a clear conscience. Remember, it's not God's will for the righteous to live in a perpetual state of confusion or fear like the wicked do. Their fear is the result of God's condemnation. The righteous have the power and the boldness of the Holy Spirit who lives inside each and every one of them. And the one that fights for us is strong and mighty. His name is Jesus, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. So ask yourself, do I really know whom it is that I'm serving? God is either who he says he is or he's not. He can't be both. And here's my last tip. Your quick two-minute morning devotional, you know, the one, the pretty one that has the inspirational messages, that's all good and fine for a quick pick-me-up. But for deep transformation of your mind and your spirit and your strength, you have got to spend time reading your actual Bible, studying it, memorizing it, and meditating on it. I'm Wanda on this segment of Just Keeping It Real. Thanks for listening to today's Open Places podcast as we stay committed to repair, restore, and rebuild. As women, wives, and moms, we are standing with you to help see you grow.